Hi, I'm Eden. Thanks for listening. This is my podcast for the AP World History Final. The past year in tight lockdown conditions have put a strain on the global economy. However, this fiscal suffering was not shared equally. One country in particular suffered tremendously over the past year. Italy. Italy is often known as the mecca for travelers of every kind. Pristine coastlines, sublime food, and most importantly, a rich history that boasts figures such as Julius Caesar and Constantine. However, after lockdowns were enforced almost universally in March of 2020, businesses that relied on the bustle of international tourists died out. What resulted was not only a tremendous toll on Italy's economy, but an attack on the history of Italy and a wave of tomb raiders. Let me explain. With tremendous job loss in the pandemic, we've seen an almost universal increase in crime, as many are utterly out of options to provide for themselves. But crime in Italy is unique. With one of the largest collections of antiquities in the world, Italy's archaeological richness is both a blessing and a curse. While it generates a plethora of income for the government, some capitalize on the abundance of antiquities and participate in illegal trafficking out of protected archaeological sites. While this isn't anything new, the pandemic has certainly made the industry more popular and expedited the process of trafficking. Italy's rune sites aren't exactly protected either. Runes are so intertwined with city life and common that they're easily neglected and aren't hard to access. Modern buildings, the city's light rail system, and busy roads in Rome simply navigate around ancient ruins. When the pandemic finally hit, however, police and security officers who normally patrolled these ruins that are so integral to world history were allocated elsewhere to enforce coronavirus restrictions since the archaeological sites closed down. Furthermore, museums that formerly teamed with visitors were empty and many struggled financially and let go of security teams as a result. All of this making it easier than ever to steal lucrative artifacts. This phenomenon is not exclusive to Italy, but rather a global trend, as along with COVID, an outbreak of trafficking and archaeological crime. Egyptian officials reported that illegal excavating in the country had more than doubled this year since the outbreak of COVID-19. And CNN reported coffins, among a plethora of other items from ancient Egypt, carved stone tablets from Iraq and Yemen, antique coins from Libya, and mosaics and sculptures from Syria were stolen from a museum shut down from coronavirus lockdown restrictions. Beyond the fact that stealing precious artifacts directly is becoming easier, selling them has also proven easier with the growing presence of social media. While Facebook, in June of 2020, announced a ban on antiquity trading and traders on its platform, this promise went largely unfulfilled as traffickers used Facebook messaging and chat forms to advertise illegal antiquities. However, social media and the Italian government aren't the only ones to blame. Oftentimes, the buyers of these trafficked goods are American and even well-regarded museums who finance crimes such as the ones we're seeing in Italy. The Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York has a notorious history of stealing and exploiting the trafficking market from buying $4 million stolen sarcophagus from ancient Egypt to smuggling precious Italian vases into the United States. 
Unfortunately, this isn't out of character for many museums, to neglect the heritage of people in foreign countries for personal profit. This, pra this practice has many ties to former colonizing countries who following decolonization found new ways to exploit their late subjects. But with more light being shed on these issues, especially in the preceding months, progress for returning stolen artifacts has been expedited. The French National Assembly voted to approve the reinstitution of 27 colonial-era artifacts in museums to Benin and Senegal within one year. Now, one question still remains is that why would Italian smugglers steal artifacts from Italian archaeological sites that ultimately damage their own country's economy and contribute to an industry that profits off the exploitation of their culture? Well for several reasons, but most importantly, many don't recognize how integral preserving artifacts is to a thriving Italian economy. After all, tourism accounts for 13.1% of Italy's economy, and without it, its rich history and artifacts, this number would plummet. This is something that we're not just seeing in the legal smuggling of artifacts, but also in the poaching industry, where native Africans often poach and kill animals, not recognizing how harmful these decisions will be in the long term if their respective countries' economies plummet as a result of decrease in tourism. Um, the solution, better education for native citizens to hold each other accountable for protecting this incredible asset of history that Italy has to offer, and simultaneously pressuring museums and high net worth individuals within the United States and internationally to return stolen and smuggled artifacts and buy their artifacts more ethically. Thanks for listening.